Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout. I'm alongside Joey Nagel and Garrett Jacobs Meyer. Hi. Hello. The Red Sox have found a new head of their baseball operations, Hyam Bloom. He's going to be the chief baseball officer. That's a pretty cool title, I gotta say. Sounds like a very made-up name. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, sig- <laughs> it signifies his power, though, because really, he's like the emperor of the front office. He has control over pretty much everything, and they've really put the future of the team in his hands. They want to get more analytical. They want to get a more. Um, they want to get a stronger farm system and better player development. And he's the right guy for the job because with Tampa Bay, he had a huge, huge role in everything the Rays have done with their newer analytical style, um, their player development in the minor leagues. They made the playoffs this year and still had the third best farm system in the major leagues. So he's the perfect guy, I think, for the Red Sox. So he's a perfect hire, a great hire. Um, executives around the league have been calling it a home run of a hire. So I, I think get this, it. Is, <laughs> this is best case scenario right here. Not to put you on the spot, Jason, what is the background of this guy? I heard somewhere he had like like 15 years of experience, but the guy's only like 35, right? I think he has been working like 15 years or something like that, but he's only like 36 years old. Yeah, it was straight out of college. Yeah, he and that college was Yale, by the way. Yale. So I, I heard a, Duke is better. <laughs> he's a pretty smart guy. Um, he stopped playing baseball in Little League. Is that a concern? Um, you know, we don't know the circumstances. Maybe he had a Tommy John and like he couldn't recover. So we don't know. But uh, real quick, you know, I, I love the hire because he knows how to do more with less, which is what the Red Sox need right now because they have like no money to spend or that they're willing to spend right now. So, you know, with the limited uh, financial flexibility they have, he'll be able to do uh, the most, the most possible with the little money they have to spend. Red Sox stats tweeted this out. If the Sox don't sign any free agents and they let go Wright, Leon, Owings, Gorkies, and JD opts out, their payroll is still projected around $205 million, which is just under the luxury tax, but then they wouldn't have JD and they wouldn't have depth. So they don't, as he said, they don't need a GM. They need a miracle worker. And I think that's 100% true. It's going to be incredibly hard to finesse this payroll under that luxury tax. But then again... The Red Sox have said it's a goal, not a mandate. So it's not a requirement that they got under the luxury tax. It's just a goal that they're hoping to be under it come next season. So it's going to be tough this offseason, but I think Hyam is the perfect guy for the job. I mean, like what he did with Tampa just speaks for itself. I mean, he basically created the opener, and he basically was the mastermind behind their whole analytical revolution and how they have guys like g-man Choi batting cleanup for them and yandy diaz batting after that it's ridiculous what he was able to do with the rays so i think he's the perfect guy for the red sox you were talking about how if the red sox don't sign right leon owings and gorkies and jd opts out uh they would be just under well what about uh what if like they decide to trade jackie would that impact the um It'd help a lot. Yeah, it would help a lot because JBJ is very replaceable, to say the least. And Oops. and MLB Trade Rumors projects him to make $11 million in arbitration. A, a defensive center fielder like that just isn't worth $11 million to me, especially because of his, his offensive inconsistencies. He gets one hot month every single year. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. single year, it's the same. One yeah. hot month. And then the rest, he's just one of the worst hitters in the league. And the thing is, if you trade Jackie, that increases your chances of being able to keep Mookie, which Mookie could slide over to center, and he could, he would still be a gold glove candidate every year. I think it's very, very likely that the Red Sox trade Jackie Bradley Jr. Because, like I said, he's projected so much money. Um, and it's more likely that they end up signing him and then trading him instead of just non-tendering him because it makes more sense. Yeah. Um, overall but the thing is what do we trade him for like do we try to get prospects or do we try to get a major league ready pitcher I'd be fine with anything like um you know even I I guess I would be fine with letting him go for nothing but if you have the opportunity to get something for him I would definitely take it whether it be like you know a low level level prospect but you know 
to other teams, I think Jackie holds some value. So I'd say you could get a decent return. Well, our new chief baseball officer, yeah. is that correct? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. the kind of guy that's going to go prospect, 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 right? Is that kind of, that's what I've been hearing. I think, I don't think it's in the traditional sense where he's just trading four prospects and kind of rebuilding that way. What he did with Tampa is he would trade for guys where they may be struggling with the team they're currently in, but he sees potential in them, and then they just explode with a new team, with the new analytics, with whatever they see in that person. And there are so many examples on the Tampa Bay Rays of players like this. Tyler Glasnow, uh, Austin Meadows, G-Man Choi even, Yandy Diaz, all of these guys. The, other, like, the teams basically let them go for almost nothing. And then the Rays made them really quality players. So I don't think he's just going for young prospects. I think he's going for maybe um, low-risk, high-reward players that can really help the team with a minimal cost. Also, um, Bloom is much different than Dave Dombrowski. He's almost the polar opposite of Dave Dombrowski um, because he actually knows like what analytics are and how to use them, and he's young. Um and he seems pretty well spoken. Yeah. Like in that press conference. He seemed, he seemed very genuine, good. as yeah. opposed to Dave Dombrowski, who probably hired someone to script his answers. Because <laughs> he was he was like towards the end, he was just it sounded so like fake. So what you're getting at is we can get him on the podcast, right? I'm sure we could figure out a way to come in contact with maybe a sibling or a cousin. Yeah, what we did you get do? Us in contact with him. What I mean, did you our, do? Our, our idea today to was Oh, we're thinking about it. We're, oh, we're our idea today was go just Instagram DM his sister. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah, that's we can a little make it creepy, happen. We'll work whatever. on it. Just make it seem like this is a tradition. Like once you get hired, you got to come on the In the Dugout podcast because it's the most storied Red Sox podcast there is. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you can't even. Traditions have to start somehow. <laughs> that's, that's, a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. So there's a lot of confusion um, among fans about what. Bloom's role with the Red Sox actually is since he's not the GM title people were expecting. Um, actually, Brian O'Halloran, who's been with the organization for forever, he's technically the GM, but not in the traditional sense that you may think. It's similar to when Mike Hazen was the GM under Dave Dombrowski, where Dombrowski basically did everything and Mike Hazen didn't really do much. So basically, how I understand it's going to work is... Bloom has full control of the front office and final say on pretty much every decision. He's going to be handling all the um, trade decisions and signing decisions and who they want to target. Um, He's going to work with the minor league system, player development, all that kind of stuff. And Brian O'Halloran's more of like an advisor, a veteran guy who can help him through things and maybe make some, he can maybe execute some transactions for him. But Bloom is ultimately the big decision maker, and that's why he has that title, Chief Baseball Officer, because it goes above and beyond just GM or above and beyond just President of Baseball Operations. So the Red Sox are really showing with this new role that they want him controlling their front office. Someone on Twitter related it to like hiring a rookie manager and then a veteran bench coach for that rookie manager to help them through it and advise them while they... Um, try a new position they haven't been in before. We did that too. With, we did do that yeah. with what is it? What Ron Renicky. Ron Renicky is a is a uh, chief baseball officer. Does that position exist prior to um, this no. right now? I'm pretty sure they just made it up for this. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been hearing. All right, that's yeah. cool. I'm I'm all on board. It sounds really cool. It's a sick title. <laughs> yeah, chief. So one of the biggest decisions Bloom is going to have this off season. And fans are wondering this too. What is going to happen with J.D. Martinez and Mookie Betts? So, I mean, I don't see both of them being on this team come the beginning of next year. I just don't think it fits into the budget. I don't think it fits into what they're trying to do. I don't I don't really know what they're going to do here. Personally, I, well, I'm an optimist. I think they will find a way. If you know, they're probably gonna sit down with them this off season and ask them, "Do you want to be here three years down the road?" And if they say yes, they'll find a way to keep them. And if they say no, then you know they'll move on. But you know, Sam Kennedy has been has said multiple times now that they're gonna try their best to keep both of them and manage both of their salaries. And um, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. So I'm gonna go with what I was talking. I was talking to a buddy of mine today. Um, I don't really see the uh, 
the rainbow at the end of this, you know, massive storm we have coming on. Um, I don't know really how we're going to keep either of these guys. That made sense. That made sense. <laughs> no, it did. It did. You get a massive storm and you're like, you're well, no, no, where no, the heck's you're well the spoken. You're well spoken. All right, Joey. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. But I, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I think especially MLB teams, there's gap years for so many teams for a reason. This happens. Bridge years, they call it. I don't know if the fan base right now is ready for that after the success we've had. I think after a year like, you know, a down year like that we had, um, the entire team, the entire fan base was kind of taken off off guard. Yeah, but well, the expectations have been lowered drastically. That's now. true. But gap designed gap years happen all the time. And when you have these two guys that you can't pay right now at this moment, I, I honestly foresee like three years of mediocrity and then you go for a big guy like this then you sign that big deal I don't really see any other way I don't that's the most realistic thing I can possibly think of I really don't think that there's going to be any gap years I think the management has Bloom said it in his press conference and ownership has said it they want to contend next year and they want to contend in future years beyond that I mean Mm. we're chilling if we move price yeah, good luck with that, though. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We were just talking about it before we went on here. He's making $31 million each year for three more years. Yeah, and he's well, already yeah. old. Remember when Dombrow- when uh, like the number one rule in the Red Sox front office, don't sign any free agents over 30, and then they, they give a uh, seven-year contract to a 30-year-old? Seven-year contract. I don't know. I I'm love just, David Price. I, but Me too, but he's not worth that much money. He's not. He's kind of weighing us you down. You know what? Like, I'm never going to say anything bad about him. I'm just saying, you know, it's not going to work out right now. This was a fun relationship. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> I think I think it'd be best if we Been just there before, Joey? Or no? We don't have to get into okay, that. Okay, all right. <laughs> the tough thing is when he's making $31 million a year, JD is going to be around 23. Mookie's projected around 27, 28. I that's a lot of money in those three contracts. So I don't think that we can keep all three. I don't think that we can keep both JD and Mookie because of that. So I think the two most likely scenarios in my mind, I feel like JD might opt into his contract because he loves playing in Boston and the market hasn't really been that good the past few years. So I think there's a decent chance he opts in. He has five days after the World Series to decide, by the way, um, which is coming up soon. But if he opts in... I think the Red Sox will try to trade Mookie Betts because they just can't afford both contracts, I think. But I think it makes more sense for the organization to keep Mookie because he's the face of the franchise, he's younger, and I feel like they can justify having a giant contract for an MVP player like that when it's Mookie Betts. And if they don't have another giant superstar contract on the team for someone like J.D. Martinez. So for JD, he's kind of a special player because his market is almost unique because he he's not I mean he's not useless obviously and we think he's better at least I think he's better than people think he is out on the field, um, but he's playing in the league with the DH that's his job. Um, I don't know if he's going to get as much money as he hopes in a free agent market, so I kind of see why he would opt in, um, but. For the Red Sox as a whole, no team wants to admit that, hey, we're kind of in a tough spot. You know, it, they gave us something with, like, there's a way we can keep both of them, as uh, JD and Mookie, um, but it's not going to be easy. You know, the exact quote is around there. Yeah. Um, so you want to keep that optimism because you're trying to make guys like us happy. You're trying to make yeah. the Red Sox fans happy. Um, but from a pure business standpoint, I just don't know how that's going to happen. I mean, I, I hope, I hope, but I'm not sure. Do you guys have like a preference or a prediction for who you think is going to stay and who's going to go? Ah, that's tough. I mean, I can start. I personally like JD more. I like his personality more. Um, and I think he's like a hitting coach for the team. He's yeah. just a great guy. I mean, Mookie Betts obviously is a great guy. He's an MVP player. He's an amazing star in the game. But it is really, really tough having to decide between your two best players who you want to keep. It's like trying to pick your favorite child. You just can't do it. It's true. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not sure how it's going to go. I'm not extremely optimistic about who we're going to sign. Um, I almost, I think it's much more likely we get JD and not Mookie. Um, I don't see the Red Sox, especially with this new 
GM. They can see the air quotes now, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, that's a big deal. That's an over 10-year deal, right? You know, that's kind of assumed. That's a, you know, the market was set last year with two of the giant free agencies, almost that caliber of a player. So I don't know if the Red Sox are going to do that anytime soon. But. Okay. I, th- I, think I, I think I decided here. I'm going to go with what I said, I think, in previous episodes. I just, when I picture the Red Sox in future years, I just can't see Mookie Betts on that team because for some reason I feel like they just won't be able to afford him and they'll have to get rid of him. I think that they will still be a very, very good contending team with J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, Chris Sale, David Price, Eduardo Rodriguez, Andrew Benatendi, all these. Raphael They have Devers. all these. Uh, yeah, Raphael Devers. <laughs> um, well, they have also, all these other young stars. I think Mookie Betts, I don't want to say he can be replaced, but. I think losing Mookie Betts won't hurt us as bad as, as you, losing J.D. Martinez. Yeah, and also, like, think about the return you get from Mookie Betts. You I get don't know. A re- you, it's you, just yeah, one I year, though. I yeah, I know. Either. That's the thing. It's a rental. Well, what it, was the kind of return Machado got? I don't, I don't really remember. But. He, actually got, he actually got a lot. The, they got three top prospects from the Dodgers. Yeah. But like, if they trade him in the offseason, they can get more value than the trade deadline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you could trade him somewhere that he wants to go. So yeah. like I, think, I I see Atlanta a lot, but you know, I don't I don't know. In the press conference, John Henry said they still have to figure out where their players want to go, yeah. where they want to play. I feel like if you don't know where Mookie Betts wants to play at this point, that's an issue. <laughs> I feel like you should have had that conversation already and kind of gotten inside his mind. I know he hasn't really said much with the media, but I feel like you can get more out of him Like if you bring him into your office. Um, some trade hypotheticals that have been floating around of what kind of return they could be asking for and could get. If he goes to the Dodgers, maybe Jock Peterson, Kent Maeda, and two top uh, prospects. Jeez, go to the Dodgers, though? I don't like that. I don't I mean, think you, Jock you send him. You send him away, but you send him to a contender. I- I, I think their best option is to t- send him to a contender. Well, you have to send him because to a contender. Because he's a one-year rental. But, but so if you I, – I heard this on EEI the other day. If they sell it to um, like a contending team as the one thing that can get them over to the top, get them to the World Series, like a Milwaukee more. Brewers yeah. or an Atlanta Braves, they'll give up more because he could be that one piece that they're missing that can get them to the next level and get them to the World Series. You take him, you take him in the offseason and send him to Atlanta. I mean, he. I guess he kind of is that guy. Yeah. He can be, yeah. Yeah, and um, I think for Mookie, me personally, I would like some some bullpen help and some major league ready players as opposed to prospects because, you know, if you're going to get rid of Mookie, you want to stay competitive, which I think this team without Mookie can stay competitive. They can compete for a wild card, maybe not the division, but, you know. Well, I mean, that's what, that's what the Rays did. Yeah. So I guess I was kind of thinking that this is our benchmark at this point. Yeah, I I mean, if we can get major league ready talent for Mookie Betts, and you know maybe a prospect or two, but well, I I forgot to mention this. I was really thinking about who this Red Sox team wants to be. I mean, I know every single person of the coaching staff does their thing. Like, who are we as a team? What clubhouse? That's more on the field. I'm I'm positive that people who are writing the checks, people who are signing the players, think to themselves, have meetings. Who are we going to be as a team? The Red Sox are sitting on. Two amazing players who are going to require a lot of money, but they're also sitting on a few really good players that are cheap. That they, Bogart what is the future? Steal. What is the future of this team? Are we going to be a team that is confident in these two prospects we have on our left side of the infield? We can be that. You know, we they can sit down and be like, I don't want to overpay for these guys. We have talent in house that we can win with. Yeah. So Rafael Devers is obviously like the young star of the Red Sox, but they need to sign him long-term. So I feel like signing him long-term, that contract should be more important than giving Mookie like $35 million a year. I think that contract's more important than Mookie auto- automatically, like easy, yeah. done. More important I heard than that Mookie. could get done JD, I don't know. But yeah, they, I think they've been talking about it. I think that is more important than Mookie Betts. Well, if they go I, sign I do too. Devers. And like, nah. Mookie's good every year, but he's... He's kind of inconsistent. He will be an MVP candidate for you, but then he'll come back down to, I shouldn't say reality, but, you know, he'll have a year where, you know, he just doesn't seem right. He's still, like, on paper, he's still having a good year, but something just seems off. That's kind of what it was this year. 
but Red Sox, we love our DH. Well, we another do. thing too is I mean, JD's no poppy, dude. He is no poppy, but yeah. like just to clear that up. Yeah. Um, fuzz is in your way. I'm just gonna move him real quick. He's blocking half of your head. <laughs> also, oh. I, w- I want to put this hat on. Him. Okay. Um. So the another another thing too is if they do want to go with a younger team with Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, Andrew Benatani, all these younger guys, I think it'd be more beneficial to have a veteran player like Gini Martinez who can be their mentor, like their big brother. Yeah. He's already been like their hitting coach, so I think he could be valuable in that sense beyond what he does on the field. <laughs> be their big brother. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. You know, I think I think we jumped the gun a bit quick with that uh, Chris Sale extension. We could have yeah. saved some big money this offseason. I, I don't regret it though. I neither do I. He'll be like, he'll be great this year, I think. We could have saved There's a couple no million. There's no way that he gets what? Like 10 plus losses again this season. No way. He's Chris um, Sale. Well, he's meeting with James Andrews in a couple days. He'll be fine. Uh, he's fine. Okay. Okay. He's fine. Okay. Okay. I don't know how how <laughs> good he'll be in a couple years in the back end of that contract, but he'll be fine next how year. How long what contract do we have to him? Have to him five for one forty five starting yeah, five. That's why uh, yeah. starting this year. Coming up. starting this year. This year coming up. Yeah. So basically, we signed him like six six years. Honestly, six years. it's actually not that no. bad. Twenty five. No, ba- okay. Basically, whoa. we signed him a year early, so we were thinking six years yeah. when we made yeah. the deal. Correct. Okay, that's fair. That's, there we go. That's you know what? Now that I look at it, twenty five point six million a year really isn't terrible for your ace. We got Chris Sal for a steal, and we got Xander Bogarts for a steal. That so Bogarts deal those was an absolute help finesse. Us. Yes, and Bogarts was signed with Boris. Uh, I think great last deal. last off season. Such so I was deal. I was very concerned. I thought, you know, he may have to, he may have to leave. I hope but, they do something like that with Devers too. Get him yeah, for a steal. Get him quick. Um, looking at the Red Sox payroll and seeing Jackie Bradley Jr. at the eighth highest salary. Eighth highest, geez. Yeah, I feel like there's no way he's on this team next year. They just can't afford a eleven million dollar defensive center fielder like that. Eleven million out of arbitration is crazy. I, he makes I feel more than really Rusny. Bad about this. Yeah. <laughs> By <laughs> the way, Rusny Castillo has a player option this off season, and we gotta like make a petition or like send him like gifts or something to try oh, to go convince him. <laughs> try to convince him to somehow opt out of this ridiculous contract well his option is 10.36 million if we can start a gofundme and raise 10.37 million get him off the books please here you go quit there you go perfect (laughs) done yeah well like honestly you know it's not it's not an impossibility that he opts out because does he really want to Opt in sit another, on his, sit on his butt make his a, He's a minor leaguer making ten million dollars. He's on your not gonna opt and make out. 10? No, but like does he made his money, but like does he wanna actually play in the major leagues? That's the thing. He, like he played a couple games in the major leagues, so I feel like he'd be fine with making like ten million dollars. Yeah, but does he's he just get a wasting ring? his career. Because no. the Red Sox won? No, because no? he didn't the spend Pots, a day the on the players don't roster. get any of that stuff. If you're on the active roster for one day, yes. So, like, September call-ups. Tony Renda got a ring. He did. So, let's move on to the Red Sox free agents this offseason. Let's do a quick yes or no on whether they'll be re-signed or not. Bergeron, scroll right here. Yep. They can't yep. hear that. I wasn't talking into the mic. Okay. That's not how it works. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rick Porcello. I think there's no doubt about it. He's not re-signing. I wish... Because I think he's a great back end starter, and he's 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 awesome. He's an awesome guy, but no. Yeah, we can't afford it. I mean, he made twenty two million dollars a year. Well, he approached us last off season, said he wanted to come back for less money. We and said we didn't no. even entertain it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's sad, even but, if we give him half of what he's been making, that's still too much money. Yeah, I love Rick Porcello. I think everyone does because he was a competitor, but like. Yeah, I'm going to miss him. That's tough. Yeah. And we need to find a replacement for him in the rotation, which could be tough. Uh, we need to find a rotation replacement, an outfield replacement, and a lot of bullpen help. And depth. What's up with... How are we going to... I don't get how we're going to like fix the bullpen with the well, money that we have. Well, I think that Hyam Bloom is capable of fixing the bullpen. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. Low Shane? contract, young guys. Somehow he's just going to make it work. I mean, look at the people that the Rays are using or used in the playoffs. Guys like Nick Anderson... Was that even his name? Yeah, 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 that was his name. He was actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, we also don't have a pitching stat or we don't coach have a pitching coach. Right yeah, now. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. what are we doing that's, about that? That's um. So first oh, of Kirch, all, that's true. Dana Lavangi was fired as pitching, or he wasn't fired. He was uh, reassigned to a pro scout. <laughs> is um, is Kurt Schilling? I, I know this is important to me. Is he? I heard something about it. Is he getting an interview? He or? said he said that well, he if he was one, right? offered the job, he would take it. He said okay, he'd be interested. All. Yeah. All right, so um, the Red Sox. They're not hiring him though. Why not? So a report came out yesterday that the clear-cut favorite is, what was his name? Dave Bush. Yeah, Dave Bush. He the um, Bush man. We got another Bush man. Wait, we could have Dalton Furbush next year. No way. But he's like kind of bad. That's true. Pasta. 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 Our over under is one. I said what? We said two points. No, 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 no. I made this. Okay, okay, you you take it. Keep talking. (laughs) So we got the Bruins game going on during this. Our over-under was uh, one and a half points for Pasta tonight. Just scored. So we're looking good. Yeah. Um, okay, next free agent. This one's tough. Brock Holt. You know, I'm I'm going to be biased, but, like, he could, but, like, probably not. Because Marco had a good year this year. I'm going to miss Brock Holt in general. He's Not awesome. having Brock Holt on the Red Sox is going to be tough, but I do have to agree. I just don't see him signing back with the Red Sox, not because he doesn't want to be here or not because that the Red Sox don't want him to be here, but we just like, we just can't afford an expensive utility player like him. Yeah. And especially like you said, with Marco Hernandez having success at the major league level, it just doesn't make sense to sign Brock Holt to a contract in millions of dollars like that. It, it it's doesn't. tough. It doesn't at all. Wait. And it sucks. It's really tough. Cause he is like, He's, like, one of my favorite Red Sox players of all time. He's, like, the team... He, like, kind of is the team captain. He's the, he's the Jimmy Fun. He's the Jimmy Fun captain. Like, the whole city loves him. Yeah. I really, really hope that somehow they find room in the budget to bring him back because I'd love to see Brock Holt retire in a Red Sox uniform. All right. Real quick. Do we need another We need another petition? Oh, yeah. For, like, yeah. for like ten bucks, we'll fill in his salary. Maybe yeah. Rusney can contribute some of his, his yeah, money. They just to share. That's all they need. <laughs> uh, next up, Mitch Moreland. Uh, timeout. Uh, okay. We, we got to touch on Dustin Pedroia real quick. What about him? What, what, what could we possibly what, what, have to what, say what, about him? What, what's gonna happen? Because he he is like taking up a lot of money. Okay, how about this? If Dustin Pedroia is healthy come next year, will he be your starting second baseman? No. no. No, he's not going to be healthy. He's not going to be healthy. No, it, if, if he was, healthy. if he was, yes. I guess you're not even near a Mike Garrett. <laughs> he's you're just not talk- healthy. <laughs> Pause for a sec. Yeah, we're oh. watching the Bruins game right now. One thing I absolutely hate: it has no place in sports. No place in sports. It's worse. The than- offside challenge. God, it's it ruins the game. It's terrible. Ruins the game. <laughs> it's terrible. Totally blows it. It's it, like, terrible. It's almost as bad as in football when you have throw the flag. I challenge that flag. He didn't pass interference, and it doesn't mean anything. You know that it's it's stupid, and I hate it. Yeah, because you're like on the offsides thing, and it's not just because it goes against me. I hate it. You can cycle it's the fundamentally puck for a full bad and then score. and dumb. It's you- bad, dumb, stupid, idiotic. Some big unintelligent. It's. <laughs> No, but, like, Horrible. you can cycle the puck in the zone for, like, you could do it for, like, 10 minutes. And if you score and, like, score it at the end. Matter. But if, like, the tip of your skate is on the blue line, Pathetic. the entire 10 minutes Pathetic. is gone. It, it, that's not what the sport's about. That's they, not what sports are about. It's right. terrible. Continue. It, it makes no sense. So I actually think that Mitch Moreland will sign with the team next year. I think that a veteran first baseman is what the Red Sox could use. He's been great for us, and I don't like his contract is going to take up that much of the payroll, so I think he'd be a, a decent signing. Now, I don't think they necessarily need to sign him because they can put Michael Chavis at first base or Bobby Dahlbeck at first base. They can figure out a way to fill that spot, but I think for a low contract like he'd probably get... Like a one-year deal. Yeah, one-year deal. I think it'd be a decent signing. I think there's a decent chance that the Red Sox do take that. I wouldn't be opposed to it. He's He's clutched. And he's just like he's a fun guy, just his accent and everything. Um, on the assist. Steve Pierce, I mean he's retiring. I don't think he's coming back. There's no chance. Yeah, he's he's. Done. I thank him for what he did in the postseason, but he's not coming back. No, he's not. I don't so, think he can even play baseball again. So <laughs> back, he said that like this is it. He's back done, to yeah. Pedroia. Why is he on the team? I understood it as he's rehabbing. Um, he's not coming back, but we're not well devils of people, so we're keeping him and letting him use all the. 
rehab stuff for well, the player. Well, a few things. Yeah, I, well, first of all, yeah, we, we're keeping him with the team so that he can use the team-provided rehab. He's a highly paid coach. But also, I think they want to leave the door open for him to play one more game, at least in a Red Sox uniform. Um, That's what I thought was going to happen this year. Game 162, I thought he was going to it was going to be like David Wright. He was injured, but... Like, it could he, happen he next could, year. He was capable to stand. I'd we're, like to see that. We were that. there, weren't we? That was a completely different thing. <laughs> no, I was there. What do you it mean? happened it didn't in happen New York. Yet. No. Oh, maybe that was the year before. I'm going crazy. Pedroia think, or Wright? No, Pedroia. Not Wright. Pedroia. He didn't retire yet. No, I know, but I'm thinking like, like, I'm, I'm insane. Never mind. All right. I was um, thinking like, like his last game kind of thing. There's yeah. a whole. We didn't. Th- I, no one in the whole stadium thought that he was going to come back oh, I see from what that injury. Yeah. So he came back for that one game, and everyone thought it was the end. And then he got hurt again. That was the year before, but then he played the year after. That was that. the year before. Then yeah. the, but yeah. were we at that game? We were at that game. Okay, yes. so we were. I was at both of them. Both of them? What's the second one? <laughs> he got okay. hurt twice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, Andrew Kashner, are we gonna re-sign him? He can. He can go duck hunting for all. For all I care. Bye bye. The answer is no. What are you gonna say? I had to think of who Andrew Kashner was. I, <laughs> <laughs> we had him for what half a season. The guy from Duck I mean, Dynasty. We, I remember having him for half a season, making fun of him, loving him. And then making fun of him again. It was a roller coaster with Andrew Kastner. <laughs> Remember, he was sick for that one game. He came in, he was insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got the save. Yeah. Um, and last, our guy, Julius Chassin. Julius, Julius Chasen? Chasen? That guy? Yeah, are we resigning him? I don't know. No. No. We're not. <laughs> no, uh, we're not. We're I agree not. with these two. I know what I'm talking about with Julius Chasen. Shall we get to some listener questions? I okay. think when we talked about that, I was so focused on the uh, Google Translate that I, I totally didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we All go. Right. Listener questions. Listener question number one from Jake Whitney, 12. Hi, Ideal. Jake. Jake State Farm. Khakis. Ideal free agent pickups. Okay. Let's bring out the free agent sheet here. That's, that's wonderful. Um, if Zach... Oh, what? Zach Wheeler's projected $23 million. I'm yes. not, not taking that. Never mind. Um, I'll take... Uh, there's no one good. The free agent class this year is kind of terrible. Let me see. There's a lot of really old relievers that... Nah, dude. There's Josh Donaldson. Yeah, but we're not signing Josh Donaldson. <laughs> Let's good. see. Um, if we had money, I'd love to bring Josh Donaldson to Boston. He's one of my favorite players. Oh, and I see Drew Pomeranz on here. Um, real quick, my dad what's thinks we're up, get him. What's up with Drew Pomeranz? He was throwing gas oh. in the wild card game. So, th- I don't know how this is gonna go over, but I think we should re-sign Drew Pomeranz if we can get him for a cheap low key, deal. Low key, if it's cheap, I'd take him. Other what notable do, do names because he had that one year where he what got like 17 wins and was the ace. We and let him go for good. a reason, big guy. You know I'm who I'd like? I'd like yelling. Will Harris. Chris um, Stavinsky could be good. He, Chris had, a, he had a couple good nice. years. Uh, let's see. Other names. We're spending too much time on this question. No, 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 no. You can cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Singrani, yeah, not just, bad. You can just put in an hour David Phelps, that, that'd be a cheap deal. He's decent. We have two of these sheets. Can Daniel Hudson. Daniel was, Hudson would be a good target, actually. Daniel Hudson, I, I'd say, is my top free agent target. All right, guys. Right-handed reliever. Next question from Vive Jag one. Yep. Mookie and Pajoya for Freddie Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't yeah. do Pajoya like that. Okay. Um Jason's a little confused right now. Like I just You'd have don't to use know, trade like, override. How, that, how his thought process came to <laughs> Mookie and Pajoya for <laughs> Freddie Freeman. I mean, if we're talking like Four years ago. If you were the Braves, would you trade Freddie Freeman straight up for Mookie Betts? No. Correct. <laughs> That's um And Desmond Joy would like make the deal worse. If we if we traded Mookie like for only people like on the Braves right now, we'd probably end up with like Dansby Swanson. Dansby and Johan Camargo. That's I'd it. take that deal. I wouldn't. He's where's gonna Dan- leave anyways. Where's Dansby gonna play? Second base. He's a shortstop. He can play second base. He's a nasty shortstop. Okay, then put Bogarts at 
second base. I don't know. Uh, last it's not going to happen. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> All right, next question. Good from point. Zach the. Zach the. Zach the. Just read it. Zach the Bodeo Zero. Is Betts leaving? Um. Yeah. 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 No. He's not okay, leaving. He's, he's getting just not going to be with the team next year. <laughs> Colin dot twenty three. Who's winning the championship in twenty twenty nine? Twenty twenty nine. How old will Devers be? Probably the Orioles. Uh, uh, Devers will be twenty four. The Charlotte Sailors expansion team. <laughs> um. No. The Tampa Bay slash Montreal Rexpos. <laughs> Rexpos. <laughs> Next question from Mimi X Bella. If the Sox were in the playoffs this year, would Devers and Bogarts be MVP yes. candidates? Absolutely. Yes, they would. 100%. Co-MVPs. Who do you think had the better season? I think Devers is... I don't no, know. I think Bogarts is... I think, like I think slightly, Bogarts was slightly better. Slightly better. We talked about this Bogarts before. was more consistent, yeah. I think. Another question yeah, from sure. Mimi X Bella. Will JD opt out this year? If yes... Who you don't would, have to read the ones that we kind of already... Oh, who would he go to? That's a good part of the yeah. question. No, well, I want to give them... There's they ask like, questions, so I want to give them the recognition. He'd have to stay in the AL, and he would most likely have to go to... Or he would want to go to a contender that He's going to the him. Yankees. The Yankees don't have any Canarcion anymore. They'll sign... No, he him. is a... They could. It's a club no, option. A, it's oh, a club, club option. option. Okay. But I, I do kind of think that J.D. Martinez might go to the Yankees if he's not with the Red Sox. I hate to say it, but... It just kind of makes sense. Calvin Dot Ingemi asks NFL MVP. Russell Ooh. Wilson. Yeah, Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Aaron um, Rodgers passed him in the in the, uh, the 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 odds today. Really? Yeah. All right, Mason underscore fifty five. Masons. What's up, Mace? What are a couple of the relievers the Sox could potentially bring in? Daniel Hudson. Daniel Hudson. Right. Drew Pomeranz. The Vooch asks. Tony Watson. Maybe. Yeah. Tony Watson. Yeah. The Vooch! There we go. I Steve was confused. Usually we get hyped. Maine guy. Vooch. Vooch. What? Steve Ciszek is from Maine. Oh, yeah, but he's probably going to be expensive. Hey! He's good. Yep. The Vooch has good. something to say. You Vooch? listen. Vooch? Yep. What do you got, Vooch? Um, trades you can see the Sox making besides Mookie. Uh, they might make a lot of like, really small trades for... I don't know. I don't really a know what's going to happen, A lot of kind of useless ones. Seemingly useless, but eventually yeah. beneficial. All, yeah, we bow down to Haim. The bloom <laughs> bloomer. The bloom machine. <laughs> Business is blooming. Ooh. <laughs> we got That's it. That's great. We got it. That's it. <laughs> That's the quote card. Um That's the episode. Episode title. Yep. MR yep. Clancy seventeen. Think JD stays. Yep. <laughs> again, like when given the Clancy, choice. MR Clancy JD, seventeen JD. again. Which are a free agency they resign? I think maybe chasing for very low. We literally money. had a segment where we went over this. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, let's have Alex answer this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, next question. DNT underscore WNT eight two two one two. You didn't do name, dog. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with Mookie? I know we're trying to cut costs, but we're he the wants his money. Champs. He wants yeah. his money, and we can't afford to give him his money. Well he, wants his, he wants his Audi S5. Then he just wants a little No, time. I remember this. When Mookie was a rookie, they, they asked him what his favorite car was. He said a Maybach. Um, James Connolly. What's going to happen to JBJ? I don't know what's going to happen to JBJ, but I'm going to be I hope he's gone. I'll buy him <laughs> some Ben and Jerry's for the plane. I'm no fortune teller, but I know I'm going to whoop your ass in fantasy. You know... <laughs> I'll pay for JBJ's one-way ticket out of here. It's $69 with Southwest. Where would it go to? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, M. Robinson1287 asks, who's the best option for the Sox to acquire when slash if they trade Mookie or JBJ? Uh, Mets, maybe. Get Noah Syndergaard. Wouldn't happen. Very possible, actually. You think so? Oh no, never mind. It would be Brandon Nimmo, Steven Matz, and two prospects was the hypothetical. I yeah, I don't like Steven Matz that much. Uh he hasn't panned out. Yeah, but I like Brandon Nimmo and two prospects. I do, I do too. Maybe get Dominic hey, Smith in there. Oh, uh, throw in Edwin Diaz. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I think he was thrown into a bad situation this year. This offseason could be interesting. I'm like 
Well, I'm I just not hope looking, it's not dead. I hope so, we don't get moves. That's true. I hope we have moves starting after the World Series ends instead of yeah. having to wait until two yeah. weeks before camp yeah. starts. Um, I'm not if if Mookie Betts does get traded, I'm not looking forward to posting that breaking news post because there are going to be a lot of fans that are like, what? Why would they trade Mookie Betts? He's Mookie Betts. Well, they don't listen to the Indie Dugout podcast. Yeah, so they don't matter. yeah, it's a good point. No, you're not a well, you're not do, a real person. They do matter. I'd like to thank but, all of my followers for following. But me. listen, they do matter. Will they get offended because they're not listening to this? So we're okay. Good point. Just kidding. We love them. We love everyone. All right. Speak Ryan, for yourself. Bojui. Yep. Will we trade David Price and go for pitching in the offseason? I wish. Okay. If, no one's going to take that contract. Apparently, the Blue could, Jays were in talks. If you could get, trade David Price and, like, you'd have to get. Gosh, hypothetical like, from Joey. Yeah, Here we go. So, let's say you, you'd trade David Price and. If this was the NFL, I'd trade David Price for a seventh round pick. That's mean. Just to get rid of his contract. <laughs> that's. That's I've done mean. that in Madden before. How about this? <laughs> David Price specifically? We yeah. trade <laughs> quarterback LSU. <laughs> we trade David Price and a good prospect, someone like what if we paired Dio for <laughs> to the Blue Jays for someone like uh, I don't know, like I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know like, I like Danny Jackson. Like Guerrero. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, take uh, how about this? David Kevin Price. Bichio. David Price. <laughs> Rusne Castillo. And I'll be, I'll be nice right here. We'll give you what are you even saying? the shower man, Mike Showerin. Right, moving, <laughs> moving on. Bichette, moving on. Kevin Bichio and Vlad Jr. Deal. Deal. Get Who the says phone. no? Get in the phone, Shyam. <laughs> if anyone if anyone says no, it's us. Yeah. Yeah. God, okay. Imagine actually speaking to Shyam, Shame. Sh- we would have to, what, we would have to pronounce Chaim. his name. Chaim. 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 Imagine that. What would we have? What would we say? I'd be so careful of what Put I said. Picture up. I got this. <laughs> Why didn't we use this before? <laughs> I know. Sorry, I good. thought about it. It's I a forgot good look, about it. Good looking guy. Um, what's the question? Seamus50 asked top off season goals for the Red Sox. I knew it was before you said i don't know you just said seamus oh i said seamus in my head okay <laughs> believe me it was in my head okay. this one's from seamouse <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think we touched on that um james Connolly, another question we yep. talked about mookie Great. um the vooch asks celtics winning the east garbage sport garbage sport NBA, sucks. NBA basketball is a garbage sport. No, I hate the NBA, but I love the Celtics. It's a garbage sport. Celtics yeah. are fun this year. Celtics are They're nice fun team. this it's year. It's a garbage sport full of people who get paid way too much money to complain and the first game to was the god awful. The first game, there were more fouls than shots made by both teams combined. Right. Thank you for coming Terrible. to my TED Talk. It's a garbage I'm just sport. glad that Kyrie Irving's gone. He had an episode with the I Nets. know. And that's not our problem and, anymore. You know, and it's great. Did you see what Kemba Walker did? They went to the movies together. The <laughs> whole team went to the movies. Dude, he had Sorry. an episode in China. He was probably over there with LeBron James uh, oh, preaching communism. I can't, communism. I can't say what I was about to say. I, that would have been Wonton Wednesday. Not PG. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Yep. David underscore Koyazo asks, extend Mookie would be the number one thing this offseason. No chance we extend him. Um, He's either getting traded or going to free agency. We restructured JD's deal. That's our... I, I shouldn't that. say that's our number one priority. Next Devers would be Devers. Devers. Yeah. We talked about these. Um, Z Moore, 1722. Z Moore. How do you think Shyam? Seamus? <laughs> how do you think Seamus Bloom will handle the Mookie JD situation? I have my prediction. These people are we've, more confident. We've talked about whatever. it. Yeah. Um, Mookie for Brady, says Vivi Jag again. You know, we had this discussion prior to the podcast. We did. Um, Mookie bets for what? Mookie, Mookie for Brady? For would Tom you, Brady. Would we you, didn't have this conversation. We had a conversation well, about, about Tom Brady. Brady. What does that even... Okay. Well, would Mookie play receiver? Well, he'd be like a slot guy. He's kind of short, yeah. He'd be a slot. So he'd fit right in with the pass. No, wait. I feel like he'd be a better like pass-catching running back. You you think he I has the think size? He's, he's like enough. a he's like a Tariq Cohen. Used to be... Yeah, but Mookie's like kind of skinny for a running back. Do we have more questions? Wait, there's a video of him nope. running routes. And yeah, that's like right. kind of dirty. Mookie Betts is good at everything. Every sport he's good at. You know, the only thing he's not good at is driving golf carts. 
if you remember that time he drove it into a lake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he leaves, or should if the Red Sox get? Ways, hey, he'll still hey, be my listen to me, bowler. guys. I don't get attention at home. I That's need true. it now from you guys. I can still. Okay. Can I buy his bowling jersey <laughs> Ooh. and support his bowling career? Wait, I should look that up. I can still be Mookie Betts' fan. Yeah, just in bowling and you everything can else. I the can... Red Sox jersey. Just say bowling. <laughs> Boston, That's a good idea. Boston, the bo. Just tape up the <laughs> stun. <laughs> and replace it with wooling. <laughs> there Question. you go. Question yep. from HMORES72. I don't even know if I should be asking this. Should the Red Sox get jo- uh, Jose Abreu? That'd be Jose cool. Abreu. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pronounce it like they pronounce it on TV. I was doing my uh, best. Abreu. So Jose was bad. I admit Abreu. that. It was a little slow. It sounded French. It's because it's I'm way smarter than I speak. Because I'm so intelligent <laughs> that I think so much faster I'm way than it comes smarter out of my than mouth. I speak. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, like like intelligent people. I read something. I read something when I was in fifth grade. I still remember. You they read said that, something. They wow. said that the smartest people... Have the worst handwriting because they think way faster than they write. <laughs> That's me. I have horrible handwriting. If my handwriting is worse than yours. That means I'm smarter than you. This is about you speaking, though. <laughs> you could have related it saying, like, smart people, like, think too fast to write it down. You could have said, I think hey. too fast. The smartest person. Hey. The smartest person. The, sp- the-, <laughs> <laughs> <This is laughs> Hi, Bloom's pretty smart. And he... Giant? He's very well spoken, so that Chain. just disproves your point. It's Chain easier bloom. to say Hiam. Hiam Bloom. Hiam Bloom. Hiam Bloom. It's like that he can introduce himself that way. Hi, I'm Bloom. <laughs> I love this guy. How do you spell crazy? Business is blooming and Hiam. <laughs> Um, we have we have one more question. Yeah. Um, what is the best place to buy co- tickets to sporting events and concerts? Ticketmaster. I hate you. <laughs> it is SeatGeek. I do not have to read in front of me, but I'm just going to go for it. SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all concerts, shows, sporting events, and more. They make ticket buying easy by grading every ticket price, so you know you're getting the best deal. And they provide a view from your seat, so you know you're getting the best deal. <laughs> Does SeatGeek care about the issues that matter to me and my family? Use promo code DUGOUT to get 25% off your first purchase on SeatGeek. D-U-G. By using O-U-T. the promo code DUGOUT. D-U-G. O-U-T. <laughs> it's terrifying. You're looking right to their souls. Yeah. It's it's forcing them. SeatGeek cares Seek-y. about the issues that matter to you and your family. Hiam's par- parents are geniuses. They knew about this. This was a calculated They move. knew we would be recording this podcast. No, right they, <laughs> they knew that he would just be like, Hiam Bloom. And then they're going to be like, hi, Bloom, what's your name? They probably did know. They probably did know we were going to record this podcast. This is the most story. We should get his parents on the podcast to talk about it. Absolutely. Instagram DM his sister right now. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. on. guys. Why the hell are you getting off topic so much? Let's move (laughs) Worst. Let's move on to gold gloves now. Um, The whole Red Sox outfield and Christian Vasquez are nominated for gold gloves. Who do we think wins? Betts. Mookie? Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, that, is that it? Bets, comma, Mookie. Uh, <laughs> Mookie and maybe Vasquez. First of all, there's no doubt that Mookie wins it. His competition yeah. out there is like nothing. JBJ, no, I feel like no, he didn't Kiermaier's have that great of disgusting. a year this year. Yeah. Kiermaier is so good. Vasquez, he might lose it to Roberto Perez. Yeah. Th- oh, yeah. That's right. And then Ben Attendi kind of sucked this year. I don't really know why yeah, he's nominated for it. But, um, yeah, he's not going to win. We'll get one. Yeah, Mookie. we'll get one. Mookie. Definitely. Yeah, but sure. technically, like... Silver Sluggers, I know we're not doing that yet, but Bogarts better get one. Devers, Devers better, get, better one. get one. JD, and why not? He won two last year. He won Give him two another last one year. this year. Give him at least one. Uh, Yeah. And that's it. MLB postseason. They're doing. Uh, they're playing game six right now, starting up. Who, who we got winning that one? Well, I have enormous respect for the Nationals because they just pulled off a straight finesse in Game 5 when they said Max Scherzer was, air quotes, hurt. They Uh, lost. Yeah, so? (laughs) So it didn't help them. So? The road team has won every game. They're on the road for the last two. Okay. You get Strasburg today, Scherzer tomorrow. If the Nationals win tonight, they're winning the World Series. Yes. If the Astros win tonight, well, I mean, if they win tonight, they win. Do they win? The I have a bold if prediction. If the Astros win tonight, they win the World Series. If the Astros no win way. while they're up three to two. I think they might win. They have a good shot. They got a chance. 
Speaking of Astros winning, I have no idea where this is about to go. <laughs> Brandon Tobin. I forgot what I was going to say. Their assistant GM was not winning. That's true. He got fired in the middle of the World Series. And that's, that's our funny. podcast for this All week. Right. Thank you for listening. Um, it's been like a month since our last episode. I don't. I mean, the Red Sox haven't really done anything. I'm too busy losing games on the goal line. I'm too busy losing fantasy games. That's true. I'm too busy putting up 200 in fantasy that's, weekly. It's fine. I have no running Don't backs. let me draft. Is there anybody alive out there? I we'll try to get you some more episodes. I don't really know what it's going to look like in the offseason because we haven't experienced the offseason with this podcast yet. But I'm thinking maybe every other week we'll do an episode. Sure we haven't. Maybe a little more often. I think it's more going to be like we'll do an episode when something significant happens or when there's something we want to talk about. We'll or try if to, you guys have some really darn good it's questions. It's going to sound like daily journals from someone who just survived a plane crash and is on an, is on an island by themselves. Here, here, They're going to be cut like, this, cut this if, week if it's six not of good. the offseason, still nothing has happened. <laughs> week seven. That's we a heard good idea. a rumor. We could, we, just should just, we could just do one every single week and just like talk about nothing if there's nothing to talk about. We could talk yeah, about we could that. Do one, we could do one every two weeks, but we could incorporate other Boston sports. We'll figure it out. We'll try to get some interviews too. We have we have one guest coming up after the MLB postseason. Who's the and I'll give you a little hint. Who's the one guest? They're a little busy this postseason, so we have to wait until after the postseason. Does their name rhyme with Malik Shregman? Because he was drafted by the Red Sox. Is their name Esmeralda? If it did rhyme with that, this podcast would be skyrocketing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I get it. Because we are Astros fans. Oh, I get it because he's short. Yeah, he is short. He's not six feet tall. He says he is, but he's, he's short. Not. But he's good. He's very short. So, height doesn't measure heart. It's true. It measures height. Heart, heart doesn't <laughs> measure. <laughs> yeah, that's our episode for this week. Thank you for listening. See you next week or the week after, sometime Bye. other than that.